What happens when three buffoons give life advice, explore unrealistic situations, and give random topics more thought than they probably deserve? It's the Spitballers Podcast with Andy, Mike, and Jason. Oh, yeah, a little change up. Oh, I'm not sure if you didn't burp at the end, though. That was a tuba. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I like anything with that kind of variation in it. That was nice. Just trying you, to get multiple instruments in. I'll tell you what, you would think after 247 yeah. episodes before this that you've seen it all, but you really surprised me there, Mike. Good. That was I mean the only thing that, the only thing that could ever beat that scat is what we're getting next week. Oh baby. Oh man, what's next week, Andy? Uh I think I don't have it. Mike uh, doesn't have it. Well, it's Mike. I go usually after Mike and yeah. it's not me. No, it's hmm. that cool cat. Oh, who's all that? <laughs> Owl. <laughs> you excited for your uh return to uh, the scat? I'm not excited for the anticipation. Is this the yeah. tri- is this the trilogy? Yeah, third, I think third so. time? Yeah. Ooh, wow. the third movie. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's yeah. I don't know. Matrix. Sometimes it's Back to the Future. Yeah, that's. For, I was Ooh. gonna say you. I feel like the third is almost always better than the second. Damn it! <laughs> which, thinking of the trilogies out there, like which one has where? Back we're, to the Future yeah, three. I yeah, agree, yeah. but I think I don't they're know. They're all they're they're generally pretty, pretty great. Return of the Jedi was great. Um, Die Hard Three is much better than Number Two. Uh, the third, Indiana, Jones Indiana Jones is, is much, the best one. Yeah, it's the best one. Is there a is there a trilogy? I guess Owls will be the best based on that analysis. Oh, that's great. Hey, Spitwats, <laughs> get excited because what you're going to receive next week is going to be just the most glorious what scat a, of all time. What's your Twitter handle, Al? At Producer Borland. Yeah, everyone go to jump on Twitter, at Producer Borland. Give him some uh, encouragement. Let him know how excited you are for him to bring the best scat ever. That's a great idea, Mike. At Producer (laughs) Borland. Quick follow-up, Jason. Um, We had the conversation on the last episode about the flat LaCroix. Oh, we sure did. Which we did test that. that. We, we did. We did test it. I missed it. the test. Jason and I, we went through the rigmarole, the research, and all of that. I tested it every single day. Okay. At day one, like after 24 hours, yeah, I came and I drank. It'd still and be bubbly. Right? It's still bubbly. Okay. It's not as bubbly. Still bubbles. So 48 hours later, still bubbles. Still bubbles. An open can in okay. the in the fridge. Which, I guess. which matches with the hotter makes the bubbles go away faster. Yes. So obviously being cold and crisp in the fridge kept the bubbles there. Day three, they were basically all gone. Like they, you, you could kind of have a hint of bubbles. And day four, it was all, all gone. Day two, day three, day four, all delicious. Okay. They were absolutely fine. What you about just day need. Five? Day five was great. I mean, I mean, all you need it to be is cold. It's been definitively answered. It, a hot, bubbly soda that's supposed to be bubbly is much worse than a flat, uh, but chilled and icy cold, not watered down drink. And now we know. Is that, science. Is that the first science experiment that this show has ever done? I doubt it. <laughs> it won't be the last, though. That we can be sure of. All right, you can follow us on Twitter at SpitballersPod after you follow at Producer Borland. And uh, let's get it going. Would you rather? Noah from Patreon, would you rather uh, 
you and a random stranger. Okay, I, I was starting with the would you rather because I thought that the question would go into that, like the okay. answer, but I, uh-huh. I apologize. I'm going to start all over. Noah from Patreon. You and a random stranger have been placed in a Mexican standoff to the death. So st- strangers. Do- yeah. yeah, yeah. It would have to be more than one. Because the whole point of that standoff, right, is that there's there's guns pointed everywhere. Yeah. Would you rather have both parties be armed with a sword or both parties be armed with a revolver? Again, this is saying two. I thought there had to be at least three. Yeah, for yeah, a Mexican you gotta standoff. Have, yeah, otherwise it's just a regular standoff. Yeah, it's just a standoff. Yeah, it's just it a says, duel. It says a, a violent confrontation between two or more parties. Well, now read that again. Where no but, strategy exists that allows any party to achieve victory. Okay. I don't think I know Re- what a Mexican standoff Wait, is at all. Hold on, Al. Read that one more time and take the words to and or out. I want to hear it. Let me hear what it sounds like. A violent confrontation between... More parties? More parties. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. So now that just sounds like your family, right. they're having parties. The Moors. Yeah, the Moors are having the, a family. Co- at the more parties, you just get crazy. <laughs> now, the question is, do you want my family with revolvers or swords? Would you rather have both parties be armed with a sword or both parties be armed with a revolver? What if they have but a what sword? What is the standoff? The stand, the, the standoff. Are you just standing there pointing your swords at each other? Is that a standoff? Yes. So nobody's doing anything? Yeah, it's the... Who's oh, because they're standing. It's a standoff. They're just yeah. trying to stand in a certain way. It, it starts with a standoff, and then you guys are having a fight to the death. Is the only, just to the ask only difference... whether you'd be better off in a gunfight or a sword fight? Yes. That could have been the would you rather from the top. <laughs> Talk to the listeners, <laughs> man. Would you <laughs> Would you rather be in a gunfight or a sword fight? That's a great That's question, a great question. Andy. Uh but it's with multiple people. I think here's no, my No, I don't want the gun one. Here's with my multiple advice. People. If if you're in this type of a standoff, which we've all seen the movies where you know it's it's a cool shot, they they 360 it, you got three or more people. Everyone always cuz it's an action movie, everyone is dual wielding and they have It's a John Woo movie. Yeah, and they just, they have or uh yeah, and they have you know guns pointed at each other. First. That's what you want to be. That's all you want to be if mm. if you're in this type of a standoff. Just go just first. That's what I want to be. Just pull yeah. that yeah. I'm trigger. Not, I'm, I don't have time. This is not a negotiation period. I'm Because in this race, you, if you're See, anything but first, you are last. <laughs> I am going to ask an important question. Okay. okay. Jason, you are a known cheater. Yep. Well, there's no rules uh, here. Well, Hold to be on. fair, I look at it as known winner. Go on. <laughs> That's right. So, would you be dare I say, a known winner in one of those Alexander Hamilton, Hamilton oh, the, style. The, the duel with the ten, rules. Nine, mm. eight. Oh, God, there's no way I'm shooting a zero. Yeah. I mean, come on. Do you think that anybody... I think I'd get to eight. Ten. And turn around? Nine, eight, pop, I win. Would you you would take, lose your honor. Would you take would, any would, steps? Save my life. Would I take... Yeah, I would take like... Would you just do the, the stomp to, to a little bit quieter? Yes. Big <laughs> steps that go about six <laughs> inches forward. Just like like a little marching man. And, and then I would turn around on five or so. I You know, I'd give it at least half time. And then once I turn around, a little worried about yeah. how big his steps are, I'm going to start going towards him. I'm going to run <laughs> towards him. I'm going to put that right up to the back of his head, and I'm going to win that Whoa. duel. And that's No, but, but I think if you did that, then you just go, I win. Just let them know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm oh, not going to just go yeah. pew, pew. You just no, go, I just duel's go, over. Yeah, duel's over, right? I win. Right? Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Do, do you yield, sir? <laughs> 
Do you think here's here's the real question? Do you think that anybody who's in one of those Alexander Hamilton style duels, and what I'm talking about is you're back to back and you take ten paces and you turn around and shoot. Do you know how sometimes you get sometimes you do paper rock scissors and you don't know if it's on three or on shoot. Yeah. Do you think anybody got about five steps in? Oh no. And then goes. Wait, do I turn on one or do I turn on yeah. zero? Oh, for sure, for sure. You better go one if but you're yeah, unsure. if you're not sure, you're going first. And the the problem is if you are sure, if you're sure that it's well, that's on zero. Oh, you're losing. I mean, if you know for sure it's on zero and you're a man of honor, there's a there's a good chance that you did not they walk don't, out from that duel. They don't just shoot you if you do it dishonorably. No, like somebody else just walks up and goes, "I challenge you to a duel for that dishonorable duel." Only two people there with uh, with the guns yeah. in that yeah. situation. Yeah, and these these were the old school guns where it's got the one bullet, and then yeah. it takes you twenty five minutes to reload. Right? right? Did anyone ever do like just really, really, really big steps to like you're sure you're oh, you're pretty much out of range? Let him fire and, first. And you're like, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, cause and then you run towards him because <laughs> at least for like it sounds like you're gonna miss a lot of these shots just an inaccurate gun one bullet that was that you made out of your silverware and you let them go first <laughs> and then you're just like okay now how are we going to really you're just taking this? your shot on whether or not they can hit you yeah get far enough away the, I just the range on these things, these, the accuracy of those old guns is is really poor. You do realize the kind of arguments we have on this show seemingly were settled in to-the-death duels at this time. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, why did Is they a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> I <laughs> challenge you. <laughs> to a duel, you idiot. I mean, why Why did they at least make the rule turn and hit him below the belt? Well, well I what? mean, that's that's dishonorable, <laughs> Yeah, but, but here's the thing. Back then, if that bullet goes in your leg... It's, you're still dying. I mean, you're, you're still dying. It's just worse. You get hit in the toe, you die of uh, gangrene. Because yeah, well, if you get hit in the leg, they're, you're going to go to the doctor and go, hmm, this looks pretty bad. I know what I'm going to do. And then they just pull a saw out. They're like, this is probably going to hurt a little bit. <laughs> but it will. It, you'll, Here, bite this silverware. <laughs> Look, I'm going to lengthen your life by two, possibly three minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm glad we live now. Just we I, can debate things like the hot dog question without fear of death. Yeah. How, I, how did anyone, uh, did anybody accept that as this is what we do? Can I make a counter argument? Okay. I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because hear me out. Both parties agree, right? This is, a, this is sure. Like, this is saying, okay, this is really serious to me. And I'm willing to, I'm willing to bet. It all. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, why? Why did you do I that think, on a fantasy football debate with me? Uh, like I, Debo Ayuk or something. I we feel go like back. I feel like the answer just comes at the end of the season. We don't need to kill each other over <laughs> that one. Um, so, that's fair because you only get one debate with that person, right? That, you don't well, get. There wasn't a lot of second debates with you people. Get no future debates. And, and, okay, well, it's a one timer. What happens if both people miss? I think it is over. And I think I'm, you both and you I'm sheepishly not, go home. You probably hug, though. I'm you saying, go, oh, thank goodness. Come here. Come here, big guy. Give yeah. me a squeezer. Oh, it, I mean, that's that's a very frequent thing. Like, when you're in high school, two guys have a, have beef, and there's a buildup, and then there's a fight. And then at the end of that, they're like, well, that was kind of dumb. And, then, and now these two people are friends. Is yeah. that what happens at the end of the duel? I think that's what happens. However, I am curious, Al, if you'll do a little research on this, because – there's a there's the alternative option, which is they've got to reload and do it over <laughs> and over 
and over in the stress and pressure and frustration just each time it's like oh my god will you just hit me just and at what point do they they laugh at it like oh we, yeah. we did it again maybe they, pull, maybe they pull the swords out if they both miss and then go oh. running at each other so that brings us back to the original question we're in a mexican i, I do have a plan by the way what i would do is i'd be like i just want to go over the rules with my opponent one more time and i'd be like I'm going to miss to the left. You miss to the right. Oh. If you both agree to miss, you're both alive. I think if both of you agreed to miss, neither one of you would have agreed to go to the duel. That's fair. Um, but back to this question. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know, man. When there's more than – if there's three people with guns, I'm a one-third chance of winning this thing. I don't like those odds. Do you think you are also more a than a one-third one chance if everyone has sword. swords? My odds go way up. <laughs> I'm a three out of four odds with three people with swords. I think well, my point might have been I don't want to do either one. So I yeah, I would not get into a standoff then. <coughs> well, you you're not a, you're not in the Moore family. Yeah. Oh, if yeah. all three of you are there, yes. can you slowly just... Yes. This is between the two of you. You look like you have this taken care of. (laughs) Part of the definition is that there is no plan. So it's just, you know, everything's pointed at everyone and there's no plan. So I think as the plan develops, let's say there's four people here and they got guns pointed at everybody. I think the plan could develop that you're just like, I regret being (laughs) here. And everyone slowly backs away. We do have an update. Uh, Al put it in here said with guns if both sides fire without a hit they are questioned if both sides are satisfied if not the guns are reloaded so they both <laughs> missing sir are you satisfied nay <laughs> I want to shoot again no, I don't want to hear the person are, you just missed after this door are you satisfied yes <laughs> Justice was served. This was enough for me. I have defended the honor of George Washington. We both missed. But I did come out. Let the record show I did did arrive here for my duel. We have no cowards here. I would be only gentlemen. I am pre-satisfied with this duel. Uh, I'm actually really satisfied. (laughs) Sir, are you also satisfied with this duel before we fire? Oh, duels are so funny. Wow, and they were like real. That's what like it feels like a fairy tale. It feels like something that's like just uh, a tall tale, uh, yes. you know, it's lore. Been exaggerated over history. But it's Alexander Madison died in Hamilton. <laughs> Madison. <laughs> no, you leave my you leave my precious Alexander Madison alone. <laughs> Running back for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, oh, yes. Man. <laughs> Alexander Hamilton killed in 1700s duel. <laughs> Oh, oh man! Actually, I mean, arrived was at that seventeen hundreds? I mean, that was is that, Ham- the, is that when Hamilton was? Yeah, yeah. seventeen seventy four is one of the what songs. What was the life the expect- of the Declaration of Independence? Uh, life expectancy. The average back newly then? minted American citizen could expect to live to the ripe old age of. I'm gonna go. Ooh. I've got it. I'm guessing low thirties. Yeah. Oh, I was going thirty four. Uh, I'll go. I shouldn't I'll go have said under. Number first. I'll go under. Thirty five. Oh, oh dang it! Because yeah. half, it was 70, but half of yeah. them died in duels. <laughs> right. At birth. At, then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. For, for the average to work. Okay, shut up. Um, I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm taking the guns. Because uh, yeah, I guess the guns. I don't think there's such a thing as a duel of swords. Um, <laughs> a three-person is, there's always. <laughs> that a, would be silly. <laughs> the problem is, is with the guns, you all fire at once. With the swords, it's not, you don't fire. So there's going to be a team up. 
Yeah. yeah. So, 2v1. Sure. No yeah, matter as soon what. As, you, as soon as you backswing your sword. Yeah, you're going to one or the other. You're looking at the other yeah. guys and trying to hit one that they're going after. All right, Nick from the website. Are you satisfied? <laughs> <laughs> I would be satisfied if we got that guy. <laughs> All right, Nick from the website. Would you rather have a button in your car to always turn traffic lights green? Oh, yeah. Oh. Or a button that makes your car invisible to radar? Al? <laughs> why, why, why would you throw it to Al? I just think one of these might, he might have a different answer. Oh, goodness. Based on recent history. Criminal! You criminal! You criminal speeder! You hear that, Mom? Oh, yeah, Mom's listening. Oh, baby. This is, we're off to the races today. Let the record show it was not me. Uh, but, Jeremy, did your mom know that you got recently pulled over for a, a ticket? She did. Oh, uh, oh boo. Man. That's not did nearly as fun. Did you tell her the speed? <laughs> I don't remember oh. i told her it was faster than it should have been all right okay um, and it was so <laughs> but here's the thing even if you're invisible to radar i mean like if a cop is sitting there and sees you going by too fast they're still they're going to pull you over and they'll gauge the speed by their the speed of their car i know that some people black-shirted individuals in this <laughs> in this studio it's not me would appreciate not being seen by police cars but i genuinely can tell you and I don't think I drive slow. I genuinely have never understood why anybody buys the radar detectors on their car. It's because not, I just feel like even percentage chance. Do you know what they do? <laughs> yeah, they they beep when there's radar on you. Yeah, yeah that's why that's why people buy them. Yeah, they they're not as common anymore because the technology kind of changed. But a couple decades ago. They were really accurate, and the, and the the technology that all the police officers were using, it was very easy to be alerted well in advance when a radar is being used, and so you right. just slow no, down. No, I mean, I, I get how they work. I just mean, I feel like I've driven fairly above speed limit, and I just have not been in a... Oh, I'm really setting myself up here. Yeah, <laughs> but continue. I, I don't think I've been pulled over in 25 years. years. Oh, man. Well, uh, we'll have an update for you on next week's episode. Al, where were you exactly? <laughs> um, I'm going to take the lights one. I mean, this is a yes. practical everyday thing. The other one is a occasionally I avoid it. Like, think about it this way. If I get pulled over once every five years and pay $500 for being pulled over. Yeah. Okay. Let's just put it that okay. way. Would I pay $500 oh. for this button for the lights yes. every five years? You'd pay $500 pay, a month. I would pay, <laughs> maybe not that, but I'd pay 500 a year. Yeah. That, uh, so alternatively, I think the spirit of the question is more that I would be invisible to cops, to, to police officers. Okay. It's not just that they can't tag me and they see me drive by and they're like, that guy's going pretty fast. I should pull him over still. Would you endanger everyone? If there were no risks no, because of I'm cops? an absolutely excellent driver, no one would be in danger. Oh, but okay. I would be going 120 miles an hour. Yeah, I mean, and don't hear what I'm not saying. I my life is therefore in danger. Uh, kids, please drive the speed limit. Here, I'll I'll throw in some context to this. So okay. I just, do you want to okay. put a PSA out there for the kids, Al? Or are you? This is from uh, Yahoo.com, 2018. So a few <laughs> years old. But it's saying, if you take into account the estimate that approximately 20% of all driving time is spent at a red light. Uh, wow. According to the AAA, the average American spends 17,600 minutes driving each year. That's 
3,520 minutes or 58.6 hours spent waiting at red lights every year. I can shave more than that off, man. <laughs> you don't if, – if I got no fear, if I've got no fear of – Wait, you're uh, just going to run the red light? No, 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 no. I'm saying if I can't be caught by police officers, I can double oh, the you, speed he limit. He thinks he can, he can save oh. more time with the speed limit. My 30-minute trip is 10 minutes now, brother. <laughs> Let's let's fly. Your, your thirty minute trip is now a, a trip to infinity as you sit in a burning vehicle off the side of the road. Okay, you know there's some risks involved. Um, fifty, almost fifty nine hours. That's a lot. Plus the pleasant drive. Oh yeah, going oh. places would be pleasant. If I don't stop, oh my gosh. it's pleasant. That would be so yeah. nice to like. I didn't think about that. The mental, uh, it's not freedom, but like enjoyment of never seeing a red light just every single intersection you come to you're like you're green oh that's nice yeah, yeah. oh that's the way it works the magic too it's not a button it's a finger you just go <laughs> green yeah i watch this honey blue <laughs> i <laughs> your ability is to change <laughs> yeah. light colors i just had a a ride with my wife maybe two weeks ago and i we hit this stretch and i was like holy crap that was that was the that was the longest stretch of green lights I've ever had oh, in my like life. Oh, like you were on a hot streak. Yeah, and Ooh. like I I verbalized it because it was <laughs> it was so noticeable. Yeah, I I think that the that would be wonderful. That's my vote. There is a specific light in in the valley here where when you miss it, it takes one to two years before it goes <laughs> green again. And the other day, which light are you talking about? It, it it's I'm getting sure. on to the seventeen from the three hundred three. So it's okay, it, and um. My goodness, the other day, I'm driving down, and I see the light forever away from me, and it's green. And I'm like, and you, oh, do you no. see the, uh, the, and the, yep. the stops, yep. the, 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 the crosswalk the is flashing. flashing. lights, and I'm like, I'm going to hit it right when it turns red. And as I got there, it didn't ever go yellow. And I just rolled right on, and it was like, <laughs> my life is great today. This <laughs> is this, bless. this has been a great day. So, yeah, I'm taking the green lights. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Annie from Twitter. Would you rather have the ability to paint the most beautiful landscapes or write the most compelling stories? Hmm. I I don't know if the reason I don't appreciate painting that much is because I suck, but I think that's what it is. I think sometimes the reason I appreciate painting is because I suck. Like, I'm so blown away Interesting. by... Like the end result, you're like, oh, I just can't train wreck. I can't believe that when I look at people's art where without tracing, they just draw something that's photorealistic or, mm -hmm. or just uh, it blows me away that human beings can do that because in my brain, I can't see I can't see like a a, a three year old version of that. I see nothing. I see, my brain is I can't even. I when I try to visualize a dog to draw a dog, that's a monster in my mind. I mean, I don't know what his face your does. In, your inner drawing, your, my inner your drawing, brain drawing, my brain drawing is a nightmare, guys. So it's you a misshapen, malformed. I can't remember what a horse's butt looks like when I'm drawing a horse. I'm like, wait, does it go up? Does it go down? What are, what legs do they have? I blank. Yeah, that's that. Your inner drawing is as bad as your outer drawing. It might be worse. I try to improve when I put pen to paper. Interesting. I mean, I 
I feel like it's really tough because you. I feel like the the stakes of a of a painting are so high, because if you do paint and you try to paint well, and let's say you spend twenty hours painting, and then you're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up. You could blow the whole thing. Oh, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. permanent. I do they make like erasable paint? Because I could use um, that erasable, like Control Z. No. Can I edit undo my paint? I mean, you could paint over it. Mm. I guess that's the option. Huh? Which one is more profitable? I I would think the stories, because yeah. because you get IP. You, you you're not just selling the story. They don't make movies about landscapes. They make them about compelling exactly. stories. Exactly. If I wrote Harry Potter, yeah, it's another level than just even the Mona Lisa. There's, just don't illustrate it. There's other things to it. Like if you can write a compelling story, I imagine you can verbally tell a compelling story as well. And then you could like go into, you know, motivational speaking. There's a ton of money in that. And that's just telling good stories. Just good mo I knew a guy picked himself up by his bootstrap. I guess if you're the best painter, your ceiling's higher, probably. Once you're dead. Right. Fair enough. Fair that's enough. a good point. People Fake want you your to death. Scared. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Yeah. Okay. Now we're on to something. Fake your death. And you know you're going to be able to do it because of how great a painter you are. You'll yes. Wait. You'll be <laughs> no. able to. Wait, why will that? No, because. How does painting a landscape mean I'm good at faking my death? Because they're going to say this person is a master. And if you hear that they have passed, passed on, you're like, they, they must have. Because right. they're so good at painting. Why do they if you're a crappy painter, they're not going to believe. They're going, oh, that guy faked his death. Yeah. Oh, he's I just see. trying to juice up the prices. We know he's alive. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's going to live forever. Look how bad that art is. That makes sense. How I... many times could you get away with it? <laughs> how many times could you fake your death? I'm guessing like, just, once. Just being, but like. That's a Boyer Cried Wolf situation. Actually becoming like a public face of like a, you're a painter, but each time you show up, like the next time you have this big beard and next time you have a big ponytail. We you Give get it a go. It is funny. Like I don't think there's. It, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, has there ever been anyone in our lifetime who has successfully faked his own death and then been been revealed? Like I know, like Tupac's alive and Elvis is alive and all right, that. You know, okay. whatever. But like, has there actually been someone that has faked it and been exposed? There hasn't, right? Not in the celebrity world. Right. That's what yeah. I mean. Because that's not really a thing people want to do when they're celebrity. <laughs> it's pretty nice being yeah. alive. That's, that's Curse good. this fame and fortune. <laughs> that's a good point. It happens it's, when you're on the run. That's, that's called the prince and the pauper. Yeah. I and guess, uh, spoiler, the prince does not like his choice. I was just thinking, like, if Tupac showed up and it was like, right. oh, my goodness, you did it. The next time he dies, nobody oh, would yeah, that ever one's not believe a real death. it. You also like, it's it's an illegal thing, right? Oh, uh, can you get arrested? I think so. Can you get put to death for faking your own death? <laughs> you have lied, and now I, you shall be true. I think it's illegal because there's things that happen. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be illegal if there's like because there'll be financial fraud involved. That's what I mean. Owl. Can you just fake your own death Is and, it with no consequences? To fake your own death. This is on you. I'll figure this out. I, I don't know what else is in here, but the second result is from getlegal.com that says, faking your own death, it can come back to haunt you. <laughs> <laughs> what? It, can, <laughs> here's, it, it can't. It can only haunt I, if it was real. I'm not Here's what it's called. Article, it's called suicide. 
Oh, pseudocide. Yeah, and it's that's a good name. And it's not explicitly illegal in many jurisdictions. However, when you fake your own death, it often means that you collect the other life crimes insurance. that are illegal, like fraud, identity identity theft, because you got to be a new person somewhere. Hmm, interesting. But if you but just fake your death you and you don't do make that, a like death certificate, then you need to make sure you travel to a destination where it is a, f a fine jurisdiction. You don't want to commit suicide in the wrong jurisdiction. That is wild. Interesting. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to uh, a different segment featuring the speedy Al Borland. Liar, liar, pants on fire. I didn't know we were doing yeah, this today. Yeah, but maybe that means we'll win. It's been so long, you you lazy man. Let's go. We're playing Let's Liar, Liar again. Three rounds, three facts per round, two true, one lie. Can we beat him for the second time in history? Oh, now I know. Wait, we didn't win last time? No. no, no, no. He's back on top. So, so what do you know, Jay? I know that we beat you a couple times ago. Yep. Round one. The words Arctic and Antarctica mean bears and no bears because bears can be found in the Arctic, but there are no bears in Antarctica. <laughs> I hope this is true. I, I hope can't. There's no way. Believe it. I just really hope that. Oh. <laughs> That Arctic and Antarctica means bears and no bears. That would be, we'd be the worst at naming things. Uh, the second fact, the usage of the word spam for unexpected and undesired mail stems from army warehouse workers in World War II who were swamped by huge amounts of canned spam food deliveries that they had to process. Mm -hmm. I'm in on that one. That's more plausible. With certainty. Yeah. The third one. When Pirates of the Caribbean opened at Disneyland in 1967, all of the skeletons on the attraction were actual human bones. Wow, I hope that's true, too, because that's awful. That one's tough because there is at least... We didn't have a lot of plastic back in there. The there is a persistent rumor uh, that with my, my daughter loves fun facts, so it is pointed out to me that in the ride, there uh, the I think it's... The bedroom scene mm -hmm. is like that's a no. That's actually a real skull. Yep, I've heard that before. I don't as know well. if it's true. I, so I, they swapped I all the other that. ones out and left the skull. My son, Maybe. my son has has uh, like shared that with me as, as well? well. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's a he's a crazy. Uh, he reads like Disney fact books, like for pleasure. Um, and I so I've heard that, but I'm not sure that that exposes this as a lie or says that it's true. Like they they right. left they left one. I this is tough because to me it's between that and the Arctic one. <laughs> bears and no bears. I mean, please don't say Arctic. Please say bears. Uh, are you going to the seventh continent? No bears. Yes. Um, Mike, do you have a do you have a lead? Uh, we gotta we gotta lock one of these in. I am gonna go. Oh, it for me that uh, we. I'm picking between the pirates and the spam. I just, I refuse. Even if he says we're wrong about bears, no bears. I refuse to accept that as factual information. I'm going to go with the spam. I'm going to lock in the spam. Th that one's wrong. Wait. That that one's the lie? Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. I'm going to go. Oh, with, wait. Oh, I'm playing the game backwards. I wondered because of yeah, okay. the words. Okay. You said you refused to believe the Bears and no Bears is true, and then you did not pick it as the. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's. I'm sorry. I got there. Yeah, that's the lie. The Bears, no Bears. Okay. Get I'm, out of here. I'm going to take the Pirates of the Caribbean in 1967. I I know things were crazy back then. There are no bears in Antarctica. <laughs> but um, it okay, still so seems like they, it still seems like they they can't be allowed to just have human remains. It was the Disneyland. 60s, man. If you, if you had gone, stuff was crazy. If you had gone with the bear one as well, I would have gone with the pirates one to open up our leverage here because I think they're both ridiculous. But I'm going to side with Mike on that this means one. It's the spam. I'm going to side with Mike on this no. one and make the Arctic Antarctic one the lie. Al, round one. Uh, They're cheering for me, guys. <laughs> it's spam. It's the it's spam. The spam. No. Oh. The bears? The bears is real. The skeletons? <laughs> that is also real. They got them from like a local university. Oh, man. They, things were crazy in the 60s. But yes, the word Arctic uh, comes from the Greek bear. The Greek word arctos, meaning bear. Oppos I, I see the Greek word antarcticos, which means opposite to the Arctic. Which is yeah, bear. no bear. And bear is Arctic means yes. bear. Dang it! <laughs> hold on, hold on. You're telling me. So somebody was walking and they saw some bears and they said, let's we, call this place bears. We're, you're telling me people went up there where everything is just ice. And they're like... Oh, I see. Uh, I see a bear. Let's name it after the bear, <laughs> not the ice. Yeah, and we are dumb. When did we name these things? Wow, this is horrible. I don't even want to be. Yeah. Able, I mean, yeah, you it's keep trying. See, here's what's happened. I believe we what? lost in the first round last time too. You did because I think that's your new thing. Your new thing is you lost, so you want to humble us by knocking us out with the first one. You tried to find two ridiculous things. And one reasonable sounding thing, because you knew nah. that you could make us look dumb. Believe it or not, I like the suspense. You guys just let me down. <laughs> we we suck. Yeah. I guess we're going right. on. I guess we're playing against each other. Yeah. Round two. In 2015, someone took... Hold on. Just use... Okay, so this site's saying... Mike is still taking <laughs> issue with one of these? Well, I mean, it it's correct, but it's saying by force of pure serendipity, polar bears reside at the North Pole and not the South. I don't know, man. <laughs> he's, uh, he's having I a hard know. time taking his L. I, yeah, I, I told you I wasn't going to accept it. Round two. In 2015, someone took such a foul poop on a British Airway flight from Heathrow to Dubai that after only 30 minutes, the plane had to turn around and land. Yeah. Passengers were provided with hotel rooms for the night and a reschedule. That is 100% true. Fact number two. One in every 5,000 babies are born... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, baby. Oh, I can't baby. read this. I mean, it's just a fact or a lie. Hal, what does it say? Hal, <laughs> yeah, you're up. Uh, one in every 5,000 babies are born without a butthole, <laughs> which has to be man uh, created manually by the hospital. The condition is called <laughs> imperforate, imperforate anus. And this, <laughs> which, Chase, this is a serious, like, that's a really bad problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think you... you. Uh, I mean, why have I not heard of this? I haven't seen any GoFundMes for this. Oh, man. Um, but if it's real, shout out to the that's true ones. That's real, because I don't think Al would want to make up something that 
you know, this is a an, uh, an important and bad problem. Yes. That he would be making up and he would be an absolute monster. So I'm going to say that's true, too. Um, third one, if you. OK, I see where the theme is here. If your pee bubbles a lot in the, when it hits the toilet water, it's an indication of a lower protein, higher carbohydrate balance of the body. Sometimes doctors will actually shake urine samples to see how foamy it gets. Albeit, it's not definitive, but it's an indication of dietary balance as they await the results. I believe that. I'm gonna say the butthole one is fake. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the the pee bubbles. I don't think doctors are shaking your pee and saying. I think you got high protein. I yeah, I'm gonna go that the the pee bubbles is the lie. All right, Al. All right, Jason and Mike, you guys both got it right. The pee bubbles yeah. is the lie. Yeah. All right. That's they normally right. sniff it, huh? Yes. <laughs> all right. Round three. The go, paranoid. Mm, that's a lot of carbs. <laughs> all right. These these all have titles. <laughs> <laughs> Sir. Sir. <laughs> Do we need to do <laughs> Sir <laughs> This is a, this is a show of high moral fabric. Jason just did a taste test, urine <laughs> yeah, test. No, we heard it. <laughs> Continue on. And sir. Saw it. Round three. <laughs> Round three. The paranoid potato parties. In eighteen thirty five, a small <laughs> Irish village in a small Irish village, a rumor started that their potatoes were sentient beings. The townsfolk, realizing that they were outnumbered by potatoes and fearing a potato rebellion, <laughs> illegalized potato consumption and treated their spuds with extreme care, throwing them birthday parties and tucking them into bed each okay. night. Okay. That, I'm locking in that that's the lie. You're Be doing it ahead of I'm time? I'm doing it ahead. I don't know what the next two are. Here we but that's impossible. I don't, I don't care how long ago and how stupid. That's we just talked about duels, man. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's impossible. They tucked them into bed to give <laughs> them birthday parties. Here's the second one that Jason said is for sure true: the Great Emu War <laughs> in 1932. Western Australia declared war on emus due to their population damaging crops. The Australian military was called in, armed with machine guns, but the emus proved to be elusive and resilient. The emus ultimately <laughs> won the war. Leaving the military's efforts in vain and crops continued to be ravaged. What do you mean they won the war? This, Were they packing heat? This has to be true. If it, I think it's true. If the Australian army got outdueled by emus. Yeah, that's good. The third one is the tan, uh, the Tanganaiku. Go ahead, Al. Give me that one. <laughs> oh, he took some time. I, sorry, I was on a different tab. Uh, oh. Tangu Tanganiku, laughing epidemic. In 1962, a laughter epidemic broke out in a girls' school in Tanzania. It started with three students laughing uncontrollably, and within weeks, it spread to around a thousand people across several villages. Fourteen schools were closed as the laughter persisted for months, even subsiding. Eventually, eventually subsiding on its own. That's mm. a good time. That sounds like a like a gas leak. <laughs> I mean, like there's kind of does. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Well, there's there's like a town. Uh, Al, you can look this oh, up. Oh, like nitrous oxide was the, leaking all well, over the there, town. The, the people would just pass out, and I think it, it had to do with some sort of natural gases leaking out. I already uh, locked in the. Paranoid. I'm locking in the potatoes, Potato man. Parties. I'm locking it in. It's just, I I believe more in humanity, I'm which often gets me in trouble. I'm go <laughs> going with the emus. 
The emus can't win a war. They're animals. But the Australians? All right, go ahead. The emus did win the war, and Jason, next to me, uh, won Liar Liar for the day. All right. Oh. Yeah, because that... I mean, that, that potato pair. one was the lie. Okay. It had to be. That was, there's just no way that, be, you you want to know where you went wrong in, in your lie creation? I love that you made it outlandish because sometimes the more outlandish, the more we think, oh, that you, you couldn't make yeah. that up. But the problem was that they feared they were outnumbered and they feared a rebellion. If they're afraid of these potatoes, they're not tucking them into bed and throwing them birthday parties. You weren't consistent with your lie, but you won. Appreciate the feedback. Now he'll be consistent. The Spitballers Draft. Well, today we have the privilege of drafting the best leftover foods. The best leftover foods. Mike has the 101. And the suspense has built. I I am happy because I feel like there is a clear 101. There is. And the rest of the draft will be more difficult as I just, I don't like leftovers. I know that there's there's a culture out there that they love it. It's not for me. Okay. So, so what's the best one? Pizza. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Yeah. Which, uh, which, how, much is the, how much of that is because pizza nearly always has leftovers? I, I don't so think. Just, I mean, you know what I mean? There's a lot no, of meals. You, you're saying it's common. I'm saying that pizza, you order pizza, and you don't order it by the person. You order it by the pizza. So you almost always have a slice or two, so it's frequently eaten. I'm going Maybe with, we fell in love. It's just, it's more, it's more versatile. There's a cold, lot, hot. There's a lot of people that love cold pizza. There's people that are fine just throwing it in a microwave for a minute, heating it up. Or the, Are you cold? No. I I'm am, a microwave. I am an air fryer. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that better? That, oh, yeah. They're reheating. They're like, there's ways that you can do it on the stovetop, but like that just, there's too much work in that. But an air fryer is like the the perfect balance of of uh, effort and actual taste and crispiness. I believe the perfect balance is straight from the fridge. But if You're you need cold a, pizza, oh, I'm cold pizza. Okay, I I think I might enjoy cold pizza more than hot pizza sometimes. Just I, as a just, small, these are, we need like to a, look this up because I feel like the people who say that we'll throw a poll up. It well, I'm no, I'm saying we need to investigate their lives because I think that the cold pizza people tend out to be. Uh, psychopaths. Mm. It's possible. Uh, it's been uh, to me. It's like at age thirteen, I liked cold pizza for like ten minutes. I just love how easy it is. It it is very easy. It's not burning yeah. my mouth. It's not soggy and drooping down. It's just grab it. And, it's not hot. No, but it's is it's delicious. Hmm. Um. Okay. So, but all the things you listed were just of ease. They weren't. They weren't. They're like, oh they're no, not, it's, it's so overwhelming. It tastes so good. You're like, no. It's just easy. You like grabbing cold pizza from the fridge. I do. And so I'm going to, I wasn't sure where I was going to go with my number two, but I'm going to go with something that I think will surprise you guys. I don't know if this is super common. I really, really don't. It is extremely common in my household. This is one of the things that we will literally order. To have leftovers? To have leftovers. We'll order them to go and just throw them right in the fridge. If we're if we're not having them today, because Wait, I don't, what? Yeah. So you will order something from a restaurant, yes, and put it right in the fridge. Yep, I've done it before. Like I said, go back to my statement <laughs> about pizza and cold pizza. But here's why: because I love them cold, just as much as hot. Sometimes even more, and that is chicken wings. 
Oh, it's number two on my list. All right. A chicken, cold chicken wings are so cold good. Cold chicken wings are great. <laughs> I mean, see what I mean? Like, oh, I'm in. They're, they're, I'm, not, they're not better than fresh chicken wings. But, but they are in ways. That's what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> hot pizza and cold pizza. Each are better in their own ways. They have advantages, pros and cons of both. It's not just all cons. And most foods, when you reheat them, it's all cons versus fresh. But pizza and wings... There are some advantages to having them be leftovers, and I love me some cold chicken wings. I've never had cold chicken wings ever. It it took me some time to live. It took me a few. It goes makes at sense. It. Like cold chicken's fine, so yeah. why wouldn't a cold chicken wing be good? It it's very good. So pizza and chicken wings, which also might have gone as like a combo, just best foods yeah, that people right. pick. Um, my number one leftover food is going to be. It's going to be something that actually gets better with time. Yep. And there are certain things that do, and I'm going to go with chili. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say chili because the okay. longer it sits inside, uh, the longer what, it, it like sits. Like ferments? No, no. not ferments. <laughs> not longer like years, with, no. but I get what you're saying. You're it, right. It's just becoming better. It's something that by definition is marinating. Is it because it's pulling more flavors it's pulling into more the liquid? Flavors. So I, I, I want something where the leftover it just keeps getting better. The the leftover if if this is like homemade chili. Yeah. If this is homemade chili, I just made it fresh today. It's good. You put that in the fridge, you heat it up the next day. It is definitely better. The flavors have grown. So do you ever take like a can of Hormel and just put it in a bowl and then into the fridge? No, because I imagine the can of Hormel has been existing been for can, quite a while. It's been in that can for a while. Okay. But that um, maybe the cold was needed. My second one, I'll see if I can get away with this. You can veto it if you need to or make okay. me change it. It's Thanksgiving food. Which one? Uh, yeah, 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 Which yeah, one? yeah, yeah. Because I've got too many on my yeah, list. That's, that's you too don't broad. get all of that. I'm going I'm to take whatever it's you Thanksgiving don't. Thanksgiving turkey. Okay. Whew, Leftover thank turkey good. from Thanksgiving. Oh, well, thank goodness. It wouldn't have mattered what I said. You would have said that anyway. Yes. No, not true. Because they're very similar. There's a bunch of them that are good that way. Yeah. No, is the, the turkey of the, the terrible Thanksgiving food, turkey is the best. Leftover. You can grab it out How of the fridge. You don't have to you? do any work. You can throw it on a sandwich. It's at best the fourth best. And I've got three others right, on my list. Okay, go. Am I up? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize That's that. That's how it works. Only I, for the last 247 my, shows. This is my first time here, fellas. Um, man, I feel I feel pushed into grabbing it because of this. I'm, I'm going to duel him. My number one holiday food is the holiday ham. Holiday ham is... Way okay, so better than turkey. Ham? Yeah, yeah. Well, but but specifically like the the, the you know the honey yeah like honey, honey baked glaze. ham yeah honey, leftover ham got it yeah well leftover ham sounds like <laughs> deli meat I'm talking about a holiday ham <laughs> like a thick cut yeah I want uh, this is a steak piece of ham just like you have on things everybody knows what I'm is talking this steak about or is this ham everyone knows what I'm talking about it's uh, it's a holiday ham I don't know what else to tell you yeah, Christmas ham I'm following yeah, yeah like, no, everyone's we're just having following. Fun. Um, but Has anyone ever showed better. up to Thanksgiving, like lifted off the uh, the, the top, and then it's just, del- just, <laughs> it's deli just a whole ham. bunch of deli ham? But just as big. <laughs> just, just a mountain of sliced <laughs> deli ham. That'd actually be pretty funny. Could you just cover your, your honey-baked ham with a bunch of deli meat? That would do it. Yeah. Um, um, all right. So yeah. you got the holiday ham. All right. No one knows what that is. No one's ever heard of that. <laughs> uh, Mike, you're up. Two picks. So ham and turkey both on the list. Uh, I'm going to go with, so the first one, this is a, I don't really like leftovers, like I said, but this one somehow I think it 
it does sometimes it is actually better on the second time around. It's spaghetti. Mm. Like so, a, like a, a reheated spaghetti. The, next on my there list. is something that happens in the food that transforms it, and somehow it it can so, actually taste better. So can I tell you the truth about this? It's yeah. A, yeah, I think it's an outstanding pick. To be honest, I think it's my number one. Ooh, okay. However, I got cold feet because I mentioned that pick to somebody here in oh, Footballers no. Spitballer Studios, and they clowned, and on they it? kind of they were aghast. They backed off of it. They thought it was a bad take. No. And I thought maybe what it put doubt in my mind that I was the only one that thought this. And so for votes, I was afraid of it. But I, I think <laughs> spaghetti, something happens to it where it becomes yeah. stickier or something. Yeah. And it and it heats and it's just congealed and it's so good. It's not just that. That that is all true. And I agree with both of you. This is an excellent pick. It's my favorite. Mike, you've got pizza, so you're already gonna win the, the <laughs> poll, but this is yes. also a poll winner. Yes. But it's all sometimes, you know, the reason why no one's drafting fries today, French fries, is because when you reheat them, it's awful. It's, yeah, the air fryer works pretty good. Sure, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you know, you put them in the microwave, it sucks. You eat them cold, it sucks. When I don't know. <laughs> yes. You're going to. No. Cold fries? Cold fries. They're not that oh, bad. no. Cold. They're not that bad. Who's, who's the psychopath? <laughs> no, Andy's. They're not bad. Cold fries that I've, I've discovered they're, a taste for. <laughs> they're the kind of thing. Here's exactly how cold fries work. You have one, and you're like, ew, that's gross. Yeah. And then gonna, you have, I need to make sure that was Then you have a gross. second one, oh, and then no. you're like, this is fine. <laughs> no. Yeah. And then the third one, you're like. I, I think I'm enjoying this. Uh, this is awful. This There's is making my and mouth. And you don't have any more. Yeah. You're making my mouth hurt Look, right now I was, with dryness. You, you have to have a beverage at the ready. Yeah, you do. Because they are very dry. But just, just You dude, monsters. Cold fries. You guys are monsters. Cold fries. It's not that bad. Um, man, what was I even? Oh, spaghetti reheats. Yes. Great. Oh, gross. I'm done with this show. Cold <laughs> fries. You uh, and then I will follow up the spaghetti with macaroni and cheese because that also reheats pretty yeah, well. It, it's the same concept. Yep, it's, it is. All the pastas, they do something happens from fridge to microwave uh -huh. where they just become better. A little bit of magic. Honestly, I, I would prefer it if people made spaghetti, didn't serve it, put it in the fridge and served it the next night. I have it would be thought better. that before. It would be better. How do you... You stole my number one and number two because I got real <laughs> cold feet. Hey, Rob. Fry, how do you guys... Fries is, wait, oh, it was Rob? Yeah. Oh. oh. Exposed. <laughs> how do you guys store your spaghetti? Oh, Tupper, it's got to be Tupperware. See, I, we do a Ziploc Which it will bag. stain. It's oh, a, a bag is fine. Yeah. yeah. It works really well. Yeah. Does it have the same properties? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how okay. I, still, I usually delicious. store... I thought maybe leaching plastic was the key. <laughs> the I used to store our pizza in bags as well but then i got this new little well you have a pizza you have a special pizza thing? i got a new i got a special little what yeah what is it, it a slice stacker it's like it's like a silicone thing but it pops out what and, and it, it holds comes, comes with little pe little trays oh and, come on and holds like more? it holds it's, like six pieces of pizza it's made for yeah it's in a triangle pizza? shape yeah thanks for the link bro <laughs> <laughs> Um, I can't find magic like that and not tell me about it. All right, I'll try and find it. I I think I see it. All right, it pops up. Yeah, yeah, it works great. It really because like because about the places that don't have the consistent slice size. It, is it I, a challenge? You got to cut them. I was very concerned because uh, the place we ordered from they do a pretty big slice, but I haven't had a problem. What about when you get like square cut thin crust? Oh, well, that's not going to work. Yeah, this is yeah. A, this is a triangle shape. <laughs> that's why I brought it up, Mike. I'm seeing some problems. I bet it would still work. You just wouldn't be able to get it. You might have to stack have a little to bit. Put it in at a like yeah. a diamond. All right. Um, I am up. 
my true favorite leftover food, I know I'm going to get with my fourth pick. So I'm holding out on that. And I'm going to go with yet another food that can be better on day two than day one. And that's mashed potatoes. So I'm I'm rounding out the okay. you know the Thanksgiving meal you wanted. You probably wanted mashed potatoes and ham and turkey. You, Do you ever go cold I potatoes? I, oh, that's no. that's lunacy. Okay. No cold potatoes. I'm that's one I actually disagree with. What do you mean you reheated disagree? mashed potatoes? I don't because uh, reheating mashed potatoes there's never a consistent heating. It doesn't oh. heat consistently on on the mic. So it's a bit of a microwave dance. Sure. If you could reheat them, whatever, that's fine. But I feel like what happens is I get. Little bit cold, little bit hot, little mm -hmm. bit clumpy, little bit not. Little bit this, mm -hmm. little bit mm -hmm. that. Don't mm -hmm. want the mashed potatoes, my man. You want to know how to do it? You take the mashed potatoes, you put it in the center of the plate. Okay? Okay. You make a little hole in the center of the mashed potatoes. Mm. Okay. 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 Done. Put it. Put the plate in the middle. You're going to get perfectly heated mashed See, that potatoes. That sounds unlike your pizza take. That's, That's a, a lot of work. That sounds like science. It's, it's, it's a little it's bit of work. Science, it's a little bit of work, and it's worth it because okay. mashed, mashed potatoes are worth it. So if you take the it. middle out... Yeah, you just kind you of fix the, it fixes it. Exactly. Middle of the plate, though. What well, happens yeah. when you're making a Thanksgiving plate of reheating food? You put the other stuff around it. That's fair. You think this is either you got too much mashed potatoes on your plate or you got too small a plate. Well, I'm not going to be left without any pasta, so I'm going lasagna. Okay. Lasagna has the same principles. It yep, reheats delightfully. It does. it does have a little bit of the mashed potato hot cold situation mm -hmm, mm -hmm, going yeah. on. with. It's okay. Yep. Going lasagna. Can't really stir the lasagna. No, you can't stir the lasagna. Yeah. And what what I traditionally do is you take a plate and you put it in the middle and then you put it in the microwave and you, you cut a hole in the middle of your lasagna. <laughs> no, yeah. I just it just I just suffer. <laughs> um and then my last one my last one is pot roast. Okay. Pot roast sits yes. in its, it right. sits in its own All juices. Right. Yes. If you have juices as a as a food, okay. more time with the juices is good for you. Yeah. So pot roast finishing out my four chili Thanksgiving turkey lasagna pot roast. B E A beautiful. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I like all this food. <laughs> I think it sounds delicious. I'm not crazy about the turkey because it gets dry. Everything else, I'm just starving now. Um, with my final pick, I'm going with what I said is my favorite thing to reheat. Uh, it allows me to do great things with this item that you would not usually do <laughs> these, these food drafts with jason are just so interesting i feel like it's turning over a leaf into you know a new world it is a wagyu tomahawk steak oh, brothers what are, you, what are you doing listen that we, you can't eat this steak. If you order you're a tomahawk putting, steak at a restaurant, you can't eat it. It's like 40 ounces. You're putting fancy restaurant steak in the microwave? Yes, sir. Well, not all well, not always. I I will reheat this on on my stove as well. Which okay. this doesn't okay, say microwave. But this is just leftovers. Yeah. Dumbest uh, pick ever. <laughs> no. Let what? me tell you why it's no, I not. I don't not believe it. But it's so niche. Yes, it is niche. It's my favorite. I knew it would be there. I didn't think you guys were going after the tomahawk. Yeah. But here's why it is the perfect leftover food. One, it has to be leftovers. You, Unless you're sharing it at a table with, like, everybody, if you order a tomahawk, you are you saying- You know his policy, never share my Wagyu. <laughs> that's right. Um, you are saying, I am going to have leftovers. So, so one, it, they, it is built to be a leftover. Do they have- I'm curious, though, when you do this- do they have microwaves on your yacht? Well, uh, <laughs> no. I would only do it stovetop on the yacht. Okay, that makes sense. And, um, and your butler prepares it. <laughs> right. When I say I, I mean 
I would order it this way. Um, But the other thing is like, I love steak and eggs for breakfast. But steak and eggs is always like flank steak. Just you know, it's like you know, you go to a restaurant and you get steak and eggs. It's it's whatever the cheapest. So when you get a tomahawk, you're thinking about breakfast. I'm thinking about breakfast. I'm thinking <laughs> I get a wagyu tomahawk is, and eggs breakfast. Can I can I have a quick sidebar here? Because sure. this is perfect. We were in the car uh, yesterday, and my son was asking a, a question, like a spitballers type question. He said, "If you were rich and had a mansion, and you could install three f- restaurants in there, okay, which yeah, yeah. three would you install?" This was to the whole car and the whole All family. Right. Well, we're all just like, like to me, the game is like, well, you're going to pick common things that people know because you win the game that way. And my wife named some stupid, small, vegetable, perfect restaurant that no one's ever heard of. And I go, you're the Jason of this drama. <laughs> I said, you found the niche thing to answer the question. All we wanted to hear was Chick-fil-A, Jack of the Box, and Burger yeah. King. And you give me a niche Veggie yeah. place. So it sounds like she upgraded your house. All right, Mike. Final pick. Soup. J- Jason ended. Oh, soup. <laughs> soup. Yes. I'm just gonna make it real easy. You took chili, and I, I feel like I don't have to claim a specific soup because there's no more picks left. Soup. Soup. It, it works. It works. Soup. Yeah. Soup. There is, it is. <laughs> there it is. The draft. Mike <laughs> ended with pizza, spaghetti, mac and cheese, and soup for his first place victory. Jason with chicken wings, holiday ham, mashed potatoes, and a wagyu tomahawk steak. Mm. Do you want to pick like any of the specific, um, like farms, like farms or? that you? Got? Oh, because sure. I mean, you I, should... I mean, it's usually Snake River Farms. Yeah. Oh, okay, you did. All right. What did we learn today? I'll hop right in because I learned that I'm sitting next to two psychopaths who eat cold fries like monsters. Hey, just give it a rip, man. Give it a rip. Put I, the, I put have. The, I, everyone's eaten one before and they go, no. what put, am I doing? I, look, they, it, it's not an It's extended, not the first bite either. Well, it's, and I'm saying it's not like you can't be in there for multiple days. How did you describe it, Brooks? Uh, Well, it's food. <laughs> yeah, it's a very whelp, it's food situation. Um, I learned that Jason believes he will save, that he speeds to the extent that he will save more than 59 hours a year. Not that I do, he but could. That I would. <laughs> that you would. Uh, I had bears. <laughs> <laughs> bears and no bears. I take issue with that Allegedly. One. Allegedly. I don't know if we lost. I don't feel like we lost. I yeah. don't feel like I lost. Well, I beat you two. Yeah, that's true. I do feel like I lost now. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Back with another episode soon. Spit hit on Thursday. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Spitballers podcast. To see what other nonsense the guys are up to, check out spitballerspod.com.